Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my magical guest for today is Rachel Goodwin. Rachel is an energy healer and teacher, channeling Sarah, daughter of the Magdalene, and working with an ascension grid in the sacred town of Rosilde, Denmark. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you. Hello, it's lovely to be here. Uh, it's a blessing to have you with us today, Rachel. And I am so very excited about our topic and super excited to be learning from you today as well. Now, since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I always like to start by asking my guests, what does Sacred Feminine Power mean to you personally? Yeah, well, the Sacred Feminine, um, so I really love this question because the Sacred Feminine is is just so vital to my life. I think I can I can put a point in my life where the Sacred Feminine came in and that was sort of, I think that was my late 20s, early 30s, because really when I grew up, I didn't feel the sacred feminine around me. And then I had a point in my life where a lot changed for me because my mother died and I started, you know, opening up to things like energy healing. And also the goddess, the divine feminine came in at that point. So I can really see like a before and an after. So, I mean, it means, it means, it means everything in for me to have that, to have that energy around me. And like, sometimes I find I go to churches or things like that and it's very masculine energy and I kind of wrap the divine um, feminine around me. So she's what I breathe <laughs> really. Mm -hmm. So it's power in a very sort of diffuse way I guess for me I mean I could go into a lot of specifics but for me she is the air that I breathe <laughs> mm, that's beautiful and I I can so relate to what you're saying there as well and I would love for you to go into a little bit more detail about what what this concept or the notion of sacred feminine power really means to you and what does it mean when you say that you wrap the divine feminine around you in churches where the energies are masculine so so I'm a priestess of the divine feminine so I work with the divine feminine on a, on a, on this spiritual level and over the years I've worked with different deities and goddesses and ascended masters so I mean specifically when I'm in a church because it's more of a christian setting I call on Sarah who is Mary Magdalene's um daughter but but my journey with Sarah started with with Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene was with me for a few years, so I channel. Um, so these are energies that I I experience in the same way like I'm talking to you. They're not something I believe in. I experience them because <laughs> mm. I'm not really I'm not really good on believing things. You know, I'm not a great <laughs> believer in in things. I kind of, you know what I experienced, that's my truth and, and, and my reality. But I mean, there's all sorts of fantastic goddesses that I would call on, you know, in different situations. So, you know, if I need protection, I might call on a goddess like Pele. 
And I call on the goddesses who have come to me personally. So I feel I have like past life connections with them. And mm-hmm. Pele is a Hawaiian volcano goddess. Mm-hmm. And she came through to me really strongly when I went on a, 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 a journey, a retreat to the big island of Hawaii. And she is fantastic for burning through like negative energy of anybody's kind of throwing anything at you or you go to a place where the energy is like really just like, Ugh. you know, she's mm. one of my, she's one of my power tools. So I have this huge array of different, um deities that I call on to to help me and for other people as well and the earth of course Mm. beautiful well thank you for explaining that in a bit more detail and based on what you shared already earlier um, I could hear that you have gone through um, a number of initiations that have really brought you closer to the divine feminine but would you please share one challenge that you have faced that's really helped you to to activate the sacred feminine power for you yeah well I had to think about this and the one the one that came to me straight away was my intuition so you know, as I, as I said, there was a kind of a before and an after point in my mm-hmm. life. And, you know, that was a lot to do with the death of my mum, who I lost quite tragically when I was 26. Mm-hmm. And up until that point, I had been such a normal person, sort of in inverted <laughs> commas, really just, I was so, my mind was so closed against anything like connecting to spirit or, you know, I was very, very dubious about people who did stuff like that. I thought they were crazy and, you know, very misled. And then when, when my mother died, I experienced her spirit actually being there, even though she'd passed over. And because she was such a precious person to me, I couldn't kind of deny it. And then, you know, I sort of went through a journey of a number of years of sort of realizing I'd always been like this, but I didn't, Mm -hmm. I wasn't comfortable with it. You know, I was brought up to be very rationalistic and left brained. And, you know, that was the culture that I was existing with and also like my father's attitude. Um, But I think the intuition, it's like, it's such a basic thing, really. And for women especially, I'm not saying men don't have intuition, of course they do, but it's the divine feminine power. And of course men have it because they also, we're, we're both of them. Neither of us are just divine masculine or divine feminine. We have mm-hmm. both of them in us on different scales, depending on each person. And I had, I've been having some healing sessions with someone recently because I wanted to have a bit of a health checkup. You know, sort of like how, because I'm 50 now. I'm like, I wanted to just see what bits have I missed? (laughs) What have I done well on? You know, just, and that's been really useful. And one of the things that the healer asked me was, do you have problems with your intuition, connecting to your intuition? I said, no, no, I don't. I really don't because I've learned like the hard way. And, And that's the challenge that I've had was, because I denied it over and over again, it was just, it was, I'm laughing, but it wasn't, you know, it's not really, it's not really funny. I'm just kind of laughing at myself, like compassionately, really, because mm-hmm. I denied that intuition and the intuitions that I got and the premonitions that I got. And I left myself in awful situations. There was one particular situation that really, 
really brought that lesson home. And and I think sometimes, you know, this is how it is. We have to kind of keep going through it until the day where we go, all right, I'm going to learn this lesson. Because um, I was a psychiatric nurse when I was in my late 20s. And um, I had a relationship with another psychiatric nurse, a male psychiatric nurse. And I actually had a dream in the middle of the night where I woke up in the night and told him to leave the house. And the day before, I'd had an awful intuition about him that something terrible was going on. And then when I when I went into work the next day, a doctor pulled me aside and said she'd seen him leaving with a patient the day before. And she was worried they had a romantic relationship, which they were. And he actually got suspended and it was all a big drama. But the thing is, like, I actually had all the intuitions and premonitions and everything and I completely ignored them and left myself in this awful relationship where I was trying to rescue this guy. I mean, I've done a lot of healing around these issues now. And, you know, I'm very happily married now and, and don't try and rescue men anymore from, from their, from their problems. But, um, that, that was, that was the thing that really, really turned me. But it took a couple of years for me to go, Oh my God, I, I had everything I needed and I still didn't listen to myself. And, and the grief and mourning that I had to go through was immense. But I can honestly say now that I always listen to my intuition. <laughs> mm. Beautiful. Well, thank you for sharing about that so openly. And I'm, I'm sure many of our listeners will be able to relate to what you've just described there as well. What, what would you say, and you, you've kind of already started opening this up, but what, what would you say was the divine meaning or the hidden blessing in this challenge that went you, that you went through and how is it now helping you? The, the lesson was that my intuition is, is, very, um, is a very valuable source of intuition, of information, and that, you know, spirit, because I don't get told about everything. You know, sometimes things happen and I go, why didn't you let me know about that spirit? And it was like, <laughs> because you didn't need to. So they tell me, you know, I get intuitions about the things that I need to know about. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, so that was, that, was, that was the lesson of it, was like, listen to yourself, Rachel. It's, you know, it's good stuff that you're getting. Because I have really been a, a non-believer of myself. Do you know, that's what I was, I kind of struggled to believe in anything, really. Mm. Um, and that's that's a challenge for me like self-belief that is that's a huge huge um, lesson for me or something that I'm learning about you know lovingly and with compassion as much as possible in this lifetime yeah beautiful thank you for sharing that as well now in the intro when I um, introduced you uh, at the beginning uh, I mentioned that you channel Sarah daughter of the Magdalene would you please open up this topic a little bit more tell us who Sarah is yeah so Sarah came through to me after I'd been on that trip to Hawaii um, I'd started channeling I had started leading groups this is back in 2005 and I opened up to um, bring through a message. I was working with this beautiful um, Hawaiian vortex on the big island of Hawaii, where there was just this vortex of divine love and 
very divine feminine energy and I opened up to channel what I thought would be a Hawaiian deity because that is what had happened in the six weeks prior um but Sarah came through and I was really really surprised she was somebody I'd heard of so Sarah is thought to be the daughter of Mary Magdalene and Yeshua and Master Mm -hmm. Jesus um so, you know, it has this whole kind of premise that they had a relationship and they had children or at least one one child. But when when I channel and when I experience kind of light beings, I experience them very much as energy. And I had worked with Mary Magdalene quite a lot um, in the years before. And I recognized Mary Magdalene's energy in her and the master Jesus as well. And I was quite confused and I was quite like, oh my God, you know, this person's coming through to me. I don't even know if I believe in them. But as I've worked with her over the years, I mean, she's not someone we know a lot about, you know, and in many ways, she's almost a mythological character. But to me, you know, I experience her like as very as very real and she is the um divine masculine and the divine feminine held in oneness she is the expression of the sacred marriage and what she has you know communicated to me is she's here to help us with this point in our evolution basically because we're coming into mastery now we're coming into into the new age of aquarius we have to co-create with the divine now. It's not all set out for us. We're not following some sort of fate that's already carved out before us. Now we have to carve our own fate in co-creation. And that means we have to really step up to mastery level. We have to really learn how to become oneness with all that we are, which is our physical self and our divine self. So it's our humanity and our divinity. And I mean, I have to say I work with her in a very esoteric way. She's brought through healing systems and she teaches classes and stuff through me. Um, I'm not here to tell the history of her or tell her story. There's other people that are doing that and I'm really, really happy for them to do that. But but saying that, there's lots of different stories that are coming up around her now. And I love it all. I love I love the mythology of, of it because I think each story that is spoken about her tells something different and there's a different richness and a different meaning to it. I don't think there's sort of one correct like, oh, this is definitely what happened. And also I sort of think, so what anyway? <laughs> you know, it's what she's doing now and it's how she's helping us now. That is important. Absolutely. I, I love how you described that and would love to know a little bit more about what is she here to, to teach us and to help us with? What would you feel is the core essence of her mastery and her, her coming through to, to people now? Well, you know, I always struggle a little bit to, to say it so succinctly because it's been 15 16 years now I've been working with her and and there's so many details and specifics that I've pulled out of this kind of richness but let me just try and you know 
Um, I'm a bit like an academic, you know, an academic on Sarah. And it's like, you ask an academic a question, they'll take half an hour to answer it. I'll try and condense it it down. So um, I think she's here to teach us about integration and oneness because we're living in a world of polarity. We experience everything as the other and ourselves as isolated and there's just there's just so much that that word integration can bring to our lives it means we can integrate so like if we call in Sarah's energy it helps us integrate our split off parts and our shadow so it has that kind of almost like psychotherapy level or past life healing level it also helps us there's a lot of work for us to do with healing the divine feminine and the divine masculine. So she has a lot to to offer there because I think it's beautiful that the Magdalene energy and the Magdalene flame are so coming back onto the earth and so present now compared to how like how they were when I was a kid in 1970 when I was born. It like doesn't feel like it was very present at all compared to now. Mm-hmm. But then our next step is to then how do we integrate with the divine masculine again? And I and I feel at the moment we're probably still quite far from that, but it's like our next step. So I suppose to like encapsulate Sarah in a in a sentence, I would say she's here to help us with our next step, our next evolutionary step. And of course that, you know, that contains a myriad of information in itself. But yeah, our next mm. step. Mm, beautiful and I'm assuming that really is next step in terms of humanity next step in terms of our planet and next step in terms of well beyond our planet as well isn't it so we're looking at a multi-dimensional perspective here yeah exactly yeah exactly I think you put that really well I might I might use that Emmy (laughs) (laughs) as long as you quote me Um, I would love to hear a little bit more, uh, Rachel, about the the current context. You you beautifully already talked about the the current polarities and the 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 concept of the other that is so very present, especially at the moment globally. What do you feel is is Sarah's central message around what is happening right now with the global fear and the the lockdowns and the real restrictions and constrictions, the mask wearing that people are being in many countries forced to do. What what is Sarah's take on all of that? Well, I mean, perhaps that's something we can ask her if if I do um, a little bit of channeling. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can sort of give an overall answer to that, like from the work that I've done with her and, and also as an energy healer, um, you know, when it came to 2012 and also I think at the turn of the millennium and also in 1987, there's been these points of these huge, huge kind of shafts of light coming into the earth and into humanity. And anybody who's had a healing session or anybody does healing knows that when you bring light into a person, especially if it's the first time, then they they tend to very often go into a healing crisis. And that is because all the stuff needs to come to the surface, you know. And, and also, if you look at things homeopathically as well, like specifically if we're talking about COVID, 
um, viruses and bacteria have a purpose in shifting and transmuting energy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think we can see a lot of that going on that, you know, it might look like there's no benefits to this situation, but energetically things are are happening. Mm-hmm. But um, shall I shall I channel something from her and we'll see what she says about it? Oh, I've got goosebumps all over me when you said that. So yes, please. <laughs> Would you just ask the question again so I can just you know focus on that as I go and, and to ask her? Sure. So so what is really going on at the moment? What is the bigger picture behind the global fear, the fear mongering, the restrictions, the lockdowns, the uh, mandatory masks, and now the push for also for the um, um, global um, vac- that so-called vaccination programs. What, what's really behind this? All right, then. So I'll go quiet for a few moments. I sort of go down into a, a little bit of an altered state of consciousness. And then when I start speaking again, it will be Sarah coming through. And when I channel her, it's not it's not just the words, it's the energy that comes through. She kind of sends through energy packages for people to receive. And also when people are listening, you might find that you get your own little bits of information coming through sort of as an extra, you know, to what to what I say. But I'll, I'll just be quiet for a few moments and then it will be Sarah speaking then. OK, thank you. Welcome, I am Sarah. Thank you for calling in my presence on this day so that I may share this light of oneness and integration. As has been said, it may seem as if this is a time of darkness too many on the earth. Challenging, it is, certainly. But there never has been a more necessary time for each of you to co-create from the space of your heart. So if you go inside to your heart now, right into the very, very centre of your being and send out an image of how you would like the earth to be. And one really good way to find this out is to look at the earth as it is and notice all the things that particularly affect you all of the things that emotionally distress you. Now, each of you has to co-create in your way, your own unique way. Each of you has your own unique purpose. So take those things that particularly emotionally distress you and then ask yourself, what would the polar opposite be? What would the positive affirmation be of this negative feeling, this negative situation that I experience in the world. Now say that over and over again inside your own heart and imagine 
that that affirmation is growing and glowing in energy, coming stronger and stronger and sending off a beautiful light into the world. Now, this is one small thing that you can do each day or each time that you experience distress about the world you are living in. Take a few moments to send out from your heart, from the intelligence and the power and the love of your heart, right at the center of your being. Take a few moments to send this out and experience the shift in yourself and know that you are adding to the world's healing. And when I say the world, I mean the earth and I mean humanity. Now, let me see what else can be said upon this very important subject for the times you are living in at the moment. The world is always kept in balance. And again, when I say the world, I mean manifest creation. You are living in a world of polarity and things must always be kept in balance. This means that if darkness increases on the earth, so must the light. These are the laws of the universe that you live in. Everything is always kept in balance. And there are specific deities and light beings who work towards this. Now then, imagine the amount of light that must be coming in at the moment to counter the distress. Perhaps the divine plan is greater than can possibly be imagined and that all is well, all is well, all is well. I do not mean this as a platitude. I do not say it contritely, but it is important to keep yourself connected to that level, even whilst allowing yourself in your full humanity to experience all of the emotions that you need to feel about your situation. It is important not to bypass what you feel in your body but to allow it to express it and to love it and then to bring in the higher, the divine, all that comes through you from your higher self and from the divine beings that are around you. I would like to send out a blessing to each of you now and I will just take a few short moments to express some sound and some toning and this blessing holds the energy the quality of the integration and the oneness that is your next divine step on your path of humanity so if you feel comfortable and if you so wish imagine you're opening up your energy bodies now and your heart to receive this divine energy of oneness and integration as it comes through.
I am Sarah and my blessings are always upon you. You may always call upon me and I will be a sister walking at your side, catalyzing your process and bringing blessings down upon you. I am Sarah and these are the words I wish to speak this day. Blessed be, blessed be, blessed be, amen. Okay, that was Sarah. Thank you so much, Rachel. I've got tears in my eyes just listening to all of that. And what a beautiful confirmation and affirmation of the fact that we are, every single one of us, hugely powerful and co-creators of the new earth. And all we need to do is stand strong in our truth and connect within and keep imagining and blasting out that image of what we would like the new earth to be like. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. She's not, she's not saying it's easy, but Mm -hmm. it is very simple. (laughs) Yeah. It is very simple. We just have to keep going back to these basic things and, you know, that affirmation of all is well, all is well, all Mm -hmm. is well. That's something that she's taught me a lot in, in different ways, but you know, even though things look like everything's going to SHIT around us, it's really important that we try and connect back to that divine truth that actually all is well and, and the divine does have a plan. Mm, absolutely. And I especially love what she said about they're all things always being in balance and just imagining how much light there must be streaming onto our planet in these times and balancing out that's beautiful yeah Yeah. I mean I experienced that a lot last year from around February March there was this huge like it was like in my brain it was just like this light coming in and I actually had real problems sleeping for a lot of months it sort of went on to about June and then it sort of died down but I so I actually physically experienced some I've never felt like that never had Mm. that experience before and I think it was like what she's talking about you know it's like yeah it's Mm. things have to be kept balanced beautiful I'm still completely bathed in the energy of that and I can feel that my my uh, brain isn't very (laughs) logical and rational at the moment I know I know I, I have a real problem teaching classes um sometimes because I'm trying to swap in between the left brain and and the right brain because when I channel Sarah all my logical thinking just kind of goes out the window and it's like (laughs) I can't remember anything you know it's like my whole brain just dissolves (laughs) wow and I love the way how you earlier described that you you you're quite an academic (laughs) when you talk about Sarah and then when you start to channel that completely changes and flips over that's beautiful yeah, thank you. Yeah, my my husband is actually a university researcher. Um, and being married to him, I've really seen that side of myself because 
you know, if we were in another world, I would be probably teaching at Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but there isn't there isn't a Hogwarts, so I do it online. <laughs> you know, but I do I do have an online school. If people go onto my um, website, rachelgoodwin.dk, I do have um, yeah classes on there that people can go and look at. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I understand you've also got a gift for our listeners. Yeah, I've 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 um, shared a link of um, an online class that I taught a couple of years ago, kind of outlining who Ascended Master Sarah is and what she's come here to do. And, you know, going into the details a bit more and some of the stories. And there's also a beautiful meditation on there, which is in Chalice Hill in Glastonbury. So I actually went and lived in Glastonbury for a while and just walked the landscape. It was another point of crisis in my life. I just left one relationship and I went and lived down there for a while. And I would just go out and walk the landscape every day. And I um, got really deeply connected to a certain part of Chalice Hill where I experienced Mary Magdalene having an etheric temple there. And it's mm -hmm. a healing temple. And in that place, Sarah is the handmaiden. And I, I just, it's just wonderful. And there's, yes, there's a lovely meditation on there where you experience actually going down in there and I think getting some healing if I remember rightly I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what happens mm, beautiful again I had chills all over me when you talk about that so <laughs> thank you so much for providing us with this beautiful beautiful experience and thank you for all the wisdom that you've shared with us as well today thank you mm. is there anything else that you'd still like to share with our listeners or does it feel complete for you I just wanted to I just wanted to um, mention something about so we're going into May now mm -hmm. and next week I'm going to be giving um, a talk about Sarah and the month of May because she seems to have some very strong connections and she um, she is very very loved by the Romani people she's their patron saint Saint Sarah mm -hmm. and they have there's a church and a crypt um, down in, you know, under, under the earth um, to her in, in, a, in a French town in the Camargue. And it's called Santa Marie de la Mer, which mm -hmm. is like the St. Mary's of the sea. And they have this huge festival every year. But that's I can just the energy of that is really coming in. And I'm also doing some workshops and we're bringing Sarah's flame down onto the earth. So this is like one of the very esoteric things that I'm talking about. But if people want to, you know, come and find out more about this, I have a Facebook page, um, Ascended Master Sarah. I have a healing group, which is Sarah's Sacred Circle. You can find all this on my, you can find it all on my website. And I also have Mary Magdalene's daughter on Instagram. Um, but there's lots of lovely stuff coming up and I'm, I, I can't wait to do the talk about Sarah and the legends of her. She's sort of one of the Languedoc saints along with, with Mary Magdalene. And there's all different kind of foundation stories about her. And that's, that's really beautiful and interesting. And it's just the energy is really strong of it at the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Gorgeous. Thank you for sharing that as well. And I really encourage our listeners, uh, if you resonate with this, and I have a feeling many of you will, to to really visit Rachel's website and her offerings and to start tuning into Sarah as well. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rachel. I really appreciate you coming through to the podcast. And uh, again, thank you so much for all the wisdom that you've shared. Thank you. And thank you for having me here. It's been really lovely. Absolutely. And of course, thank you to Sarah from the bottom of my heart as well for everything she shared and come through for today. Okay. Blessings Mm. to everybody. Thank you. Now, just for a moment, let's focus our awareness and our intention on this powerful, powerful energy that's been activated today. And imagine sending this energy to everybody, everywhere on our planet. To remember that we truly are all one and that the more of us have the courage to step into our sacred feminine power and trust our inner knowing, the more quickly our planet will also ascend. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. And as Sarah says, all is well.